Good evening, everybody. My name is Gavi, and um, I've just got a couple of things that I'd like to say. First of all, what a Winterfest. Whilst I've not listened to every show, those I did listen to were outstanding, with the OSC and Rob KTA Last Call sets particular highlights, alongside Late and Live and Sega Ages, as well as many, many others, including Dr. Scottnik ribbing me for an hour. That was fun. Older members might remember this, but once upon a time, I was the owner of Radio Sega, and I can tell you that it's a pretty thankless task. And that was when all I had to do was organise Radio Sega's Olympic Relay, Radio Sega's Grand Prix, and the three Sega-Fon events, although those three were pretty draining. As such, I thought it best that I took the time to say thanks to Viper for everything that he's done, not only over this Winterfest weekend, but over the past year too. But I could have said this over Discord, so why am I saying it live? Well, Mina had this idea, which I got on board with, after she heard on Sunday morning about how Viper had stayed up until 5am listening to Winterfest shows, offering guidance and support to show hosts that needed it. But don't worry about missing Glitch. It all went fine, I didn't need any help, and we all learnt how to sing Old MacDonald. So it was all fine. Furthermore, he then went on to stay up until 3am Sunday evening too, which is just insane. In addition, Viper was also the organising force between Radio Sega's Jammin' 14th, Radio Sega 10 Years Live, and Sega's 60 for 60th, which was just an absolutely mad show, and you do need to go and listen to it. 60 songs from 60 different franchises for Sega's 60th anniversary. Oh, and there was Opposite Week too. That was a thing. Radio Sega has also been a place where we could all hang out together and form new friendships or strengthen existing ones whilst the world was falling down around us. Um, and this was all obviously also done under uh, Viper's stewardship. We, uh, I feel like we're all a family here and I'm delighted to be a part of it. So on behalf of Mina and, and myself and to show our appreciation, we would like to announce that Viper is a winner. And um, Viper, all you need to do is uh, DM Taco to win. It's been an absolute honour and a privilege to host Saturday Night Sega and Glitch under your leadership over the past two years. And I'm both looking forward to and excited for what's coming up in the next 12 months. There's a couple of small anniversaries that I don't think we should miss out on. So, you know, no pressure. In closing, when I took over from Mark 10 years ago, I also inherited a title from him, and after this year, and this weekend in particular, I feel it's best and high time to pass it on. So it's my absolute pleasure to introduce to you, with his address of 2020, closing Winterfest 2020, Mr. Radio Sega himself, Green Viper 8. I've come to the sudden realisation that I've somehow got the mammoth task of following that all up, haven't I? Hello everyone, it's me, uh, the Inner Demons at 1am. Welcome to the final part of Winterfest. As always, I'm Green Viper Ray and thank you for taking the time to join me at such a late hour. So, you just heard Sega Ages with Resident SD, our fantastic surprise show, surprise number three. We had to keep it a secret, we couldn't reveal it to you all the way, all the way along, we had to keep it from you to give you some sort of surprise. Congratulations to Twinny, so, so deserved for winning the Astro City. Um, he's put in so much work over the weekend, which hopefully, uh, along with everyone else, I can appropriately credit for in the best way I personally know possible, but every time I seem to give credit, I always seem to get out-trumped by someone else who does something extra lovely for me. So, I'll try my hardest anyway. Um, yeah, there we go. Let's have a look at the old Discord. Um, yeah, there's stuff. And uh, I'm being asked to DM Taco to win. I've DM'd Taco to lose. We we can confirm this. It is, it is an, indeed been done. But thank you to Gabby as well for um, for giving me a nice little opener there. 
to get into the weekend. Not weekend. It's, it's been long. <laughs> For giving me a proper uh, warm up to come into this. He, he's the hype man, and uh, I've got to. I've got to be the one to uh, <laughs> not not let you all down. So I'll give it give it a good go. But I'm here because if you've ever listened to Winterfest before in any previous year you know that a tradition is on the last show of the night I write the world's longest paragraph thanking everyone who got involved um, you know for the amazing community and just thanking everyone generally for such a great weekend and this is a tradition that calls back to before I was an admin before I was running Winterfest myself before I was even a show host just as a token of my thanks to KC for the wonderful Winterfest events he used to put on and it's just something that carried forward every year but it's 2020 it's time for change so I thought yeah let's take advantage of the fact that we actually have a broadcasting platform and I might as well just say it to you instead how's that sound that sound any uh, any better at all I think so Let's go. So, I've got a nice little script here, and I'm going to try really hard to sound like I'm not reading it um, in my sheer <laughs> exhausted state. So, it's easy to start off my Radio Sega address of 2020 slash 2021 with discussing how difficult of year 2020 was, and it's something that many hosts have done throughout the course of the weekend, throughout the course of other events we've run throughout all of our shows, and We've put up with a lot this year, haven't we? All of us, every last one uh, who's sitting in here right now has had some impact uh, applied onto their life, some unnecessary changes they've had to accommodate towards, all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, despite raising how obvious this would be, the whole point of this ramble is that I'm still going to talk about how difficult 2020 was. As individuals, we faced a variety of challenges which we couldn't have even dreamt of this time 12 months ago. But yet, we've overcome most of them and we continue to fight the lingering issues that plague our lives as we enter 2021. This, unsurprisingly, extends to Radio Sega, where we as a collective have tried our absolute hardest to keep smiling and entertaining during times of great despair. We've had highs and lows, and so many extreme highs and so many extreme lows. But I'm personally extremely, uh, extremely proud of what we've all achieved this year, and how we've banded together as a community. Thank you. So I want to start off with general Radio Sega addressing before I get into Winterfest as a whole. So this year saw the minting of a brand new member of staff in a previously unoccupied role. I previously was unofficially in this role before becoming promoted to administrator, but it was never official. So we welcomed VGM fanatic Nicholas Aman to our ranks. The role of playlist manager has officially gone without an occupant for around five to six years now, so it was an honour to welcome someone as passionate as Nicholas to our staff to help us maintain our increasingly comprehensive playlist. We saw old faces rejoin the family this year, as both Resident SD and LMC's Kevin came back on board once again. Fan favourite Resident SD hadn't been heard on Radio Sega for around 8 years before his grand return on the 10 year anniversary episode of Sega Ages, and his full time comeback was season 3 of Late and Live, so it was an absolute pleasure to welcome him back to the airwaves as such a huge inspiration for the type of programming I'm making today. It was also a pleasure to welcome back Kevin, who had previously been MIA from the radio scene for around six years after Radio Redux came to a close. Along with his band of colourful characters from Last Minute Continue, they now host a variety of shows on a Sunday night under the moniker of the LMC block, featuring new episodes of the iconic Radio Redux, as well as the episodes of the crew's LMC cast, among other classics. Once again, it was such a huge pleasure to welcome Kevin back on both a Radio Sega level and also a personal level because I, for both of these people, I have, before 
entering a quote-unquote working relationship, I had such a huge, tremendous amount of respect for on a personal level. So I was so incredibly happy to uh, to welcome them back on board to the Radio Sega crew. Of course, I've mentioned Resident SD, but I would also be remiss if I didn't talk about him joining our newly reformed media team partway through the year. A team set up to help us get on top of uploading our podcast to as many platforms as possible. Although the Spotify treat that was meant to be our 10 year anniversary present for live shows fell apart, thanks to his assistants Saturday Night Sega, Sega Mixer Drive, and his own Late and Live are now up to date and chaptered on all platforms. As for myself, I actively maintain my own pick and mix, I maintain Gabby's Glitch, Ravstum, Club Sega, the Hidden Palace, as well as the Radio Sega Specials feed. Between the two of us, we've managed to cover the regular maintenance of quite a few Radio Sega podcasts. As for everyone else who edits their own podcasts, such as Casey, it's greatly appreciated, and thank you to Resident SD for helping me to help you to keep the content regularly flowing into your podcatchers. Also, seriously, a huge thank you for uh, for your super secret program, which I'm not sure if I'm allowed to mention because it's made editing podcasts a million light years easier. And I hope one day when you release it, it brings you fame and success and fortune, everything you want, because it is honestly, in beta, it is the best podcast management software I've ever used. It makes everything just so, so much simpler. Let's talk about staff members who returned to duty this year. We had Greyfall return to the streaming team after a year of absence. We had Ainee Fruit return to Club Sega after a hiatus spanning multiple years. It was a great pleasure to welcome him back for a second season of Club Sega. Casey also restarted the Sega Lounge as well as the short-lived run of the Manic Monday show to get us all through quarantine. You have no idea how helpful the Manic Monday show was during those early months. And likewise, the Sega Lounge has provided us with many sources of embarrassment for various community and video game industry members, but you wouldn't have it any other way. So I also, on the subject of Greyfall, I do want to talk a little bit about the streaming team this year. Someone who never gets anywhere near enough credit for what he does is Ravseek, uh, as this year he took over operations of the Radio Sega Twitch channel primarily. So anything that goes wrong you can squarely blame on him but I am of course joking because he does a fantastic job in maintaining the Twitch side of things and keeping our image up in various Twitch chats seriously he doesn't toot his own horn enough about how much he does for the Twitch channel it's seriously tons he keeps that operation ticking I do nothing I just show up once a week and play some video games pretty poorly so I can't take any of the credit for the increased success of our Twitch channel this year so, thank you to Rav. Next, let's talk a little bit about the events we held throughout the course of the year. So, let's kick things off with 10 Years Live. So, 10 Years Live was a three-day programming block that ran in March to celebrate 10 years of live shows. No, true, it wasn't 10 years of Radio Sega. She did mention this multiple times throughout the show. Um, <laughs> I won't hold it against her, though. So, 10 Years Live was a little bit of an interesting beast. It had been in planning since the day we ended Winterfest 2019. The exact day was when it started. I had people begging me not to take on another workload, but I had had plans for 10 years life for probably stored in my head at least early 2018, which was before my administration days. So I wasn't going to look the opportunity to do 10 years live. Um, I wasn't going to look the other way, so I went straight to work on that one. Um, and if you know anything about your dates, you would know that that fell the very weekend before the UK lockdown. Um, or the UK's first lockdown, sorry, because we're on the third one now. Uh, fun fact. So, it was ended up being a rather interesting beast. And I was thinking this one to myself earlier when I was writing these notes. Um, so... Ten Years Live ended on the Sunday night. I had the Monday night off of work. Oh, sorry, I had the Monday off of work. Um, so I could rest up a little bit, because it was just as hard to work as a normal Winterfest would be for me. So I rested up. On Tuesday, fresh as a daisy, back in work. Midday, we're told that we're all going home because of this coronavirus business. And just like that, the world kind of 
flipped on its head and I think a lot of people felt the exact same way uh, everything just suddenly kind of went kaput and I'm not normally one to kind of uh, point out my own quotes, my own you know highlights but in at least in a non-joking sense but there's a phrase that uh, was repeatedly mentioned to me in the chat after I said it and has always stuck with me uh, and it's when we played At Dawn from Sonic Adventure and mm, oh, this, this is tough to talk about and it's weird because it's just symbolism but there was this uh, quote that I mentioned when we were playing the song about how it was just a lovely sunny day and I just kind of got off the bus and I was just walking down the street to work and sun gleaming in my face with a song on in my headphones and this this gorgeous scenery surrounding me and all this you know positive energy and then that thought just flashed into my head of this might be one of the last times I ever get to do this or this might be the last time I get to do this for a very long time and that that sense of euphoria quickly just turned into a cold sweat a sense of dread and I mentioned this on the weekend like okay it is what it is but you know it's a thought that I have that I want to share with the world and not exactly the master of foreshadowing because I think we all knew what was going to happen a week before it did but yeah that was thinking about it that was the second to last time I ever got to do that so it kind of struck differently when that phrase actually came true and that genuinely was the last time I really got to do that and I haven't since not once since that fateful day in March I've not ever walked back down that road again with the sun blaring in my face with at dawn on so yeah nice little bit of symbolism that always reminds me of 10 years live there but we saw lots of old faces return to Radio Sega during the event such as of course Resident SD we also had the British Andy we had True Skies Sonic Yoda I'm gonna forget some people and I feel really bad about doing that but you know what I mean so 10 Years Live is a great event but it kind of spells the writing on the wall for what was coming next which was the Jammin' 14th so Radio Sega Jam 14th was nowhere near as memorable as 10 years live as it was quite frankly never meant to be so the plan was we already had the Hidden Palace and Saturday Night Sega on that night um, and Rav Seek wanted to do a Twitch stream and I thought yeah lovely we'll play a bit of Daytona we'll have some fun and then UK lockdown happened and suddenly it quickly became clear that everyone was miserable and scared and actually legitimately frightened and depressed and all these horrible emotions just running through and it became clear that okay this small schedule we have needs to evolve into something else quickly so Silver Sonic was on speed dial he'd already been showing interest in doing some sort of show on RS again sometime soon so immediately uh, he was in the schedule Rapid Run already had a Vocaloid set of Last Call ready to go, so he was in the schedule. And then Casey, last minute, saved my backside and did an episode of the Sega Mix on that weekend, and it became the Jammin' 14th. It was strung together in the space, wouldn't you know actually, uh, the day, pretty much the minute 10 Years Live ended, I took on another workload, and I did Jammin' 14th. Didn't give myself a chance to rest, it just kind of happened. <laughs> Uh, so, Gem 14th. But it was interesting. It it was very quickly strung together, but we felt it was something that was necessary. And in the end, quickly strung together didn't make for a, a bad event. I thought it was a great, great Saturday program, and I enjoyed it very much. So, I hope he's still with us, because I'm not really monitoring the chat at the moment. I think he is online. But, um, Opposites Week... I often get too much of the credit for Opposites Week, and I don't think it's entirely fair, because although he's everyone's favourite ribbon boy, it was pretty much entirely on I Need Fruit's shoulders. Sure, I did a little bit of scheduling, and I did, did my Winterfest magic on it, but the idea was squarely his, and the interest shown by everyone else was just roaring success immediately, so... I just put some names into a hat, pulled them out, 
and told people you're doing this on that day but I wasn't the one who came up with the idea I wasn't the one who kind of brainstormed it he deserves so much credit for that event and he doesn't get it and it's squarely unfair on him so I'm so sorry but you know you know now it was him so thank you to I Need Fruit um, but what started as a small seed just by him just a random one-off idea he pitched to us one day when we were this was when we were dealing with the first Spotify fallout I remember this quite vividly because he came to me with an idea and said would we be interested in this and I thought you know what I would let's explore it and what happened was a random quote-unquote throwaway idea grew into a week-long event which became the ying to Winterfest Jan and filled the shoes of our summer event something that we'd been wanting to do since Winterfest was first conceived so the confusion yet lack of polish led to a truly special event which blossomed in its own right which I don't think any of us expected to do and I can tell you I think we're firmly looking forward to seeing what happens next with with uh, Opposites Week maybe it'll come back in a different form maybe it'll come back in the same form but regardless it's not over yet Winterfest 2020 now let's get on to it so you've just been listening to Winterfest of course a phenomenal weekend of programming and I don't want that to come across in the big headed way because I'm not patting myself on the back I'm patting everyone on the back who made this event what it was it, it's, the cliche, it's the cliche to say it every year but best one yet by far best one yet early on the concept was we'd come off the back of two very special Winterfests and on top of that a Winterfest like event in 10 years live and we also had Opposites Week in the middle of the year so on the subject of shoes to fill we had some massive shoes to fill so the plan was quickly conceived to make this one four days long that was always in the plans it wasn't just an overspill we always knew we wanted it to be four days long the reason sorry the reason the Monday was such a short day is just because we got to accommodate for people's work times because we can't have it running while people are at work that's not fair on them of course people do tend to work different hours I know that but nine to, we didn't want to have it running during nine to five basically so we avoided it I think we did a pretty good job of it in the end and what resulted is just one of the strongest Winterfest lineups because Only Fruit said to me every show this year just completely banged. I don't think he worded it like that, but you know, that's my wording of it. But every show this year just banged, and I think the result of that was because there wasn't really anything too surprising this year. The most surprising thing on there was Sega Ages, arguably, or maybe one of the newcomers, such as I'd probably say Lucky Hit was quite surprising because. I won't lie, some people might not have heard of them before, but for me, they're, I'd consider I'd consider some people a group of good friends, and I would consider some members huge inspirations to me through various projects of theirs. Uh, so either way, huge fans regardless. So that was quite surprising for me, the fact they said yes, but it's quite surprising for you in the fact you might not have expected it to be there. Sega Ages was probably the most surprising though, to be honest, but outside of that, it, I won't lie, it is a fairly safe schedule. but. I think that's kind of what made it good this year. We didn't have any random amount of left field shows from community members who are, you know, absolutely amazing human beings. But, you know, that is not a discredit to them. But you kind of knew what was coming. You knew what you were in for. And as a result, instead of spending all that time, perhaps... Um, how, how should I word it? But... Instead of putting all that time and scheduling into like training people on how to use the radio software, on how to host the podcast, instead these are all pre-established people who we could just spend as much time polishing as possible. And of course, I don't want to do anyone uh, from previous Winterfest a disservice by saying that, but I think everyone in here is kind of seasoned podcasters, or if not, they did a very good job of masking it with their incredible editing skills and their incredible hosting skills, but... It's a very strong lineup this year, and it's not a surprising one, but it's a needed one, and likewise an amazing one. Thank you to everyone who managed to get involved with that, because you've made this event special, it goes without saying. 
So, yeah, I want to give a huge thank you to all of you individually. So, thank you. I say individually, I'm sorry, there are some certain people here who are in groups, but you know who you are if you're in the group. So thank you to the British Andy and the James Wall Games, Rob KTA, I Need Fruit, Resident SD, CD-ROM 1019, BDX Bad Influence, The Blast Processors, The LMC Crew, The Dreamcast Years Crew, Ravseek, Circuit Bird, Silver Sonic, Gavi, The Shemu Dojo Crew, Voice & Co, Dr. Scottnik, The Sega Guys, The Dreamcast Junkyard Crew, Care From LMC, Carl JCRB, Rexy, Skyblaze, OSC, Nicholas Command, KC and The Lucky Hit Crew. There are individuals I would also like to thank, who I think quite often go thankless on Winterfest as well, which is a deep shame. Thanks to KC for all his advice. He will permanently try and dodge thanks for anything. Thanks for all the advice and thanks for the inspiration. Um, there wouldn't be Winterfest if you A, didn't create it and B, do such a good job. I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't even be a member of this community if it wasn't for Winterfest 2014. I've said it on my Ravstam episode, but that event just holds a truly special place in my heart. I genuinely credit it with, 100% genuinely, I'm saying it with, with tears in my eyes, 100% changed my life forever. I don't know what I'd be doing if I hadn't listened to that, where I would be, who, who I would be talking to, who I'd be with, who I'd be interacting with where I'd be on a professional level where I'd be on a personal level all of it genuinely it sounds so overdramatic but it genuinely changed the course of my life it changed so many things and you know, even Radio Sega led to my job for example I wouldn't even have my job if it wasn't for listening to Winterfest all those years ago and getting sucked in so genuinely have to give so much to people for that experience so thanks to Casey uh, thank you to Resident SD for helping with so much testing, so much audio balancing and for helping air podcasts when I was unable to same goes for Rexy on that one, she was very helpful in airing Last Call and likewise for all her help on the social media when me and a certain someone wasn't around on that note, thank you to Twinny for his tireless work post on the social media account. On top of that, thank you for all of his tireless consulting, his fact-checking, his moral guidance, his personal support, his great decisions that actually make Winterfest what it is. Um, and also thank you for all his write-ups that he's done throughout the weekend. He barely chatted throughout Sega ages because he was so busy getting those write-ups ready for the website so thank you for the dedication you've put into this event and once again people say how thankless it is that i do my job and i think that is solely unfair on everyone else because you do so much and no one ever says anything in response so thank you interestingly someone brought it up in chat and it kind of tied into what gabby said earlier but it ties back into the whole Winterfest 2014 thing uh, and it's a message from TCB which was sent during Winterfest 2018 uh, it reads as the following when I heard KC pass all the baggage onto you you have to be the event runner for this year's Winterfest and I was honestly surprised no pressure and I think that sums it up because I think anyone who's been here long enough remembers <laughs> remembers the embarrassing screw up <laughs> That was me rolling into the chat room, annoying people, irritating people, just generally getting it under everyone's skin. And yet you didn't shout and scream at me. You didn't kick me away. You didn't ban me. You probably broke your, your age rules for a start, so you probably could have banned me there and then. You probably knew this, but decided to keep me around anyway. And yeah, despite all that, here I am. <laughs> right here, right now. That was just crazy because TCB was one of the people I always remember being around. And uh, it kind of ties back into what everyone was saying this year, so I had to include it as a quote. But it just, yeah, blows my mind. The fact that this is actually real and happening every year. I'll never not be thankful for it. Back to general thanks now. 
thank you to all the show hosts for their persistence during these tough times. You genuinely have no idea how much I appreciate your resilience and dedication to providing entertainment when the mood is so low around the world. I don't think I'll ever appropriately be able to show this thanks, but just the phrase it means the world to me has probably been lost on you all because I say it so frequently, but it's hard to convey outside of that how much it does mean. Uh, some other people I, I talk about Thankless but I can't even begin to talk about Thankless if I don't talk about our tech team thank you to Serga and especially thank you to Woe for all their hard work on the site this year Tazos especially has put in so much work uh, and I don't think I've ever appropriately said thank you to him for all the site work which you sometimes don't even ever see publicly and if you do see it uh, it often goes uncredited and he won't ever request credit for it. And he won't ever get mad that he doesn't get credited for it. He would just quite happily trek along. So thank you to him and thank you to Serger as well. Serger often doesn't get the thanks he deserves. He's responsible for many of the great layout changes you see on the website today. The fact that the Winterfest theme is even on the website is thanks to his great coding, which he thankfully commented, so I was able to do it myself in his absence this year because I want, to be, I want to wish Serga the best of luck with his work on Caverns of Hope. Of course, it's not. That's not to say that he's done with Radio Sega or he's gone, but rather his attention is currently elsewhere, and I wish him the absolute best of luck with his work on the Caverns of Hope website. I'm sure it's going to be absolutely amazing when it launches. Uh, be sure to check out their Twitter page for further info on that, though. Back to it again. Thanks to the social media tweet, uh, social media team, of course, Mr. Twinny. You know who you are, Mr. Social himself. I don't have much more to add than what I've already said, but I it's so deeply appreciated that you take so much time out of your day to do the stupid things that I ask you to do. And uh, he's much more than Mr. Social. It's a bit of an unfair name now as well. Unfair is just the general word that I'm throwing around, um, but. He does so much more than just social work now. He's really consultant, would be more accurate. He double-checks every single thing we do. Um, and, yeah, we wouldn't be the same without him. And I gave him this thanks earlier in the year, but I'm not sure whether, you know, sort of, if I... I don't know, if I should have said it earlier or I should have said it later, or, you know, if I should have saved it till now or if I should have said it way I point being I think <laughs> I think he deserves all the praise in the world for all this stuff and I wish I'd properly shown that appreciation before uh, now thank you to all the listeners every last one of you even if you never speak even if you just silently sit there and add reactions even if you're too shy to say something in the main chat and you just send me a private message you know exactly who you are all of you every last one of you what's the point of doing this if the listeners aren't having fun what's the point of doing this if we aren't having fun um, and you keep RS chugging along because we don't really actually need to do it if they still want to listen to what we do in the first place your, your family every last one of you every single last one who's ever spoken in this chat room unless you've been banned then in which case you're not you're uh, you're banished but um yeah it was so close knit and I don't think there's ever been a community that's as strong as we are together um I don't know how else to word it but we we were already close but we've all become all huddled together to make sure that we all make it through and yeah that's that but uh, you're all just absolutely amazing I'll never be able to put into words how much everyone has changed my life <sighs> completely thank you but <sighs> yes and I'd, I'd be of course uh of course be shamed if I didn't mention the lovely things you did for my birthday as well which I didn't really think I said the right things to on the pre-recorded show because I was just completely flabbergasted I didn't say the right things on the live show either everyone was expecting proper tears and they didn't get them you didn't catch me in the right place you caught me in a 
very happy positive nothing can go wrong with that day so you didn't get them uh, and you also come in a shocked mood whereas uh, I'm not shocked today I know exactly what's going on so yes thank you to everyone who made that happen and that money went a long way I should say it went on for a couple of months which was far longer than I expected it to so thank you thank you for the lovely messages I still occasionally listen to them when I need a moment just, just as a reminder of the strong community we all have um, on that note we've gone through all the thanks to staff and we've gone through the listeners so I'd like to remind you the listeners uh, some people always forget this but we are always looking for new staff if you think you do great as a show host or even if you think you do great as doing some side jobs such as web development or streaming or social media we are always looking for new people to join Radio Sega if you're at all interested private message me I'm always green vibrate hashtag 6383 or you can send me an email that's viper at Uh send me your ideas we're open to all sorts of staff joining the ranks and we'd be more than happy to have you on board so always let me know if that's something that's of interest to you one last person I would like to thank now and that unfortunately means it's time for this broadcast to nearly come to an end so I will leave that thanks for just a second and I will say thank you to everyone who's currently joined us so let's get that rundown bot going shall we we have had Silver Sonic Casey, Gum, Rick, TCB, Rexy, Gabby, Resident SD, Veritex, Lunar Eclipse, Twinny, I Need Fruit, Dr. Scottnik, Silent Chaos, Taco, Nicholas Haman, Callum, and Celtic Yoshi. All of whom have joined us throughout the show. Thank you so, so much. Uh, we've had all of you. You've been lovely. I'm going to have a quick read of what you said, if you said anything nice. But people are, people are being silly in the chat room. <laughs> I don't think I'm being silly, but I appreciate that. Um, that's interesting. Someone's pinned it. Uh, Casey said, best way anyone can compliment or thank me is to keep supporting Viper and prove it was the right choice to going forward. But this brings me on to something which uh, I've never had the opportunity to talk about on, on the radio, which is... Um, that whole process, really. Dream come to true just doesn't describe how ecstatic over the moon I felt in August 2018 when it came time for Casey to take a little step back. And sorry to Gabby, because I accidentally picked him over because he was planning to take over Radio Sega at one point. I'm sorry to Wo, who also planned to take over Radio Sacred at one point, but ultimately it fell to me. And to this day I still question that. I still don't quite understand why that happened. Um, I'm not sure I was really all that deserving of it. I don't think I was all that experienced. I don't think I was all that knowledgeable. And it shouldn't have happened in the first place really because I don't kind of know what was happening with RS that year it was kind of a funny year um, and we didn't kind of know whether we were coming or going and I mean that in the nicest way possible and I don't mean that as in any way an offence to KC but we didn't kind of know whether we were coming or going that year and take a complete stab in the dark um, and give someone who had absolutely no bloody idea what they could probably be doing complete keys to the castle. It had all the remnants of SSR. It had all the remnants Sega Sonic Radio, for those of you who don't know. It had all the remnants of Radio Nintendo. It probably, in the eyes of everyone else, had a 95% failure rate. And yet, for some reason, we still went through with it. And somehow, against all the odds, any statistician would probably tell you you're mad, but somehow two years later, we're actually still here. And somehow we're actually in the best part I think we've been for absolute years. And of course, I don't mean that as any slight to anyone before or anyone after. And I don't mean that as an ego boost. I mean that as a 
there was a time where we were just a group of people who just talked and we were a group of people in my sense who did stuff but we weren't quite sure why we were passionate about it radio is a dying art form internet radio more so why would we do this when we could just go on twitch or we could just do a youtube video and that's what we've repeatedly been told for years and yet somehow somehow we beat that and I think people understand it again and I think there's a revived interest again and I don't think we're just a collective of people anymore I think we're a band of friends and I think we're a community but it's how communities tossed around so much that we're an actual community we're a support network we're, we're a family as everyone else has rightfully said in the chat room so thank you for taking a random stab in the dark when it had been proven that maybe this wasn't such a good idea but we did it anyway and it's kind of strange because as well when I first joined staff it wasn't particularly liked it wasn't didn't have a particularly good show <laughs> and yet I somehow still put on board anyway I'm not really sure maybe my passion shone through but so many gambles so many chances that made it happen and yet we're all we're all still together we're thriving we're not going anywhere and we've got so much stuff in the pipeline to come crazy stuff mm. yeah so let's get on to the subject of that crazy stuff to come because we've still got that thanks to give yet but we've got shows returning in 2021 some of which you already know about some of which you don't know about brand new shows in the pipeline in 2021 we've got brand new partners coming to the station of course, I can now announce we've got shows first airing on Radio Sega that are, uh, you know, we've got shows that are first, first of us before they're anywhere else and they're absolutely mahoosive. And I still pinch myself at the fact that we somehow nicked them in the first place. But there's so many shows, so many streams, so many people joining RS that you don't even, you don't even know about yet. And that's kind of the glory of it. We're going to thrive into 2021 more than we have in 2020. And despite the rest of the world having a pretty crappy year, I think we made the most of it. And we made the most of the time, the extra time we had while we still could. Um, and we made the best of a bad situation. So, a certain Mr. Social knows where this is going, so if you can please be on standby. I want to thank Copgay for all his hard work about to throw the word out again thankless he's not really active in discord nowadays he's not really active on social media and yet he's such a key part of Radio Sega's identity and I don't think we've ever appropriately shown our appreciation towards him although you might not recognise the name you more than likely recognise his artwork He's done every Winterfest, ranging back to 2016. He's responsible for the new version of the Radio Sega logo. He's responsible for the artwork of so many shows, including, let's give you a rundown. He's done the artwork for... Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown, Radio Sega's Last Call, The Sega Lounge, Sunday Fun Day, The Manic Monday Show, Fights and Streams, The Voice of Sega. He did the chart-topping show... He did Topical Resort. He did the Mega Drive Mini Marathon. He's also done Ravsdom, Club Sega, Pick and Mix. And I'm sure there's others, but he's also done special events like... 10 Years Live, Opposites Week. And he's also done some exclusive merch for our website. But that's a disservice because he's done so many other bits of artwork as well. Random one-offs. He's done the Radio Sega Specials feed. He's done all the fan choice artwork. And it's such a thankless job because he doesn't ever really get the chance to soak up all the nice things we uh, 
think about all his artwork. He's an incredible artist. He's responsible for my Viper avatars as well that you always see all over social media. Responsible for any fruits avatar. Responsible for KCs. Responsible for all craft seek stuff as well. He does so much, and it's crazy. And he asks for so little back in return for it. True friend of the station. True member of the community. Truly underrated individual. So thank you for all his hard work. But we do have one final bit of his hard work to show you before we go. So let's have a look at what's coming up during 2021 because I said it's going to be a big year for Radio Sega and for good reason. Our 15th anniversary is fast approaching in March and of course it's time for another shake-up yet again. So we had the new logo two years ago for our 13th anniversary but I think you'd all agree we we could always do more and there's always ways to make the presentation of Radio Sega look a little bit better so although it's not quite the announcement I think you're expecting uh, Copco has prepared for us a special bit of artwork to tease for you at the end of Winterfest ahead of well, our 15th anniversary this might be the first time you're going to see these individuals for a while but I certainly hope that it's not going to be too long until you see them again so I'm kind of just waiting on Twinny now so any second uh, hit us with that at, at everyone or hit us with it at here regardless so I'm gonna buy some time how are we all doing today's chat room there he goes new airwaves 2021 Radio Sega turns 15 and we're bringing in something extra special to celebrate it have a look in the announcements channel if you're on Discord, or if you are available on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you'll be able to find it on there. I'm sure if you're listening back to this on some sort of podcast, if I end up doing one, then it will be plastered somewhere on the website, or if you're listening late enough, you might be able to find it elsewhere at this point. But, new beginnings in 2021, and we've got some new people by our side to make that happen. Hope you enjoy it a little bit of what's to come in the future let's see what is coming up on this thing okay so uh, Mr. Resident SD tells me he didn't actually do the thing he was meant to do so he's triple fired I I can't count the number of times he's told himself he's fired this weekend so I'm going to do his job for him this time so we have some special programming coming up and if you look on the RS website, uh, that's RadioSega.net, and you look at the community bulletin, you'll see a post called Winterfest has passed. What's next for Radio Sega Live? On that post, you should see a little schedule. So, I've talked to you about the Jammin' 14th. We're in Tier 4 lockdown for the UK. Looks like the same is happening again this weekend. So, December 24th to December 27th. Radio Sega's Winterfest wrap-up. So catch me on the 24th of December at 10pm for an extra special episode of Radio Sega Presents where we cover the Astro City Mini Celebration album. I've listened to it. It's a corker. It's so good. You're not going to want to miss that one. That'll be about an hour long, so plenty of time uh, before you go to bed. uh, Fresh and early for Christmas Day. Because you're going to want to be up on Christmas Day because at 10pm UK time... Sorry, no, that, sorry, really, really sorry, that's 9pm UK time. That is going to be Pick and Mix Christmas in the Grotto. An extra special episode. If you liked my Winterfest episode, you're going to love this one. So all the people who didn't get their requests played, you get them played on this episode. On top of that, lots more music. Uh, there's going to be the there's going to be the Type in Vipers from last week. There's going to be a request to Monarchy. And we're going to be raffling off... Not, not some damn t-shirts this time you're going to be raffling off big boy prizes I can already reveal to you just as a little taste of your appetite what is currently in that grab bag we have a copy of Puyo Puyo Tetris 2 for the Nintendo Switch a copy of Yakuza Like a Dragon for the Xbox Series X and a copy of the Astro City Mini no, Astro City Mini Celebration Album 
that's just three. That's not even it. Three of the things that are in that grab bag in the Christmas Grotto on Pick and Mix, the Christmas in the Grotto. You're not going to want to miss that one. It's going to be a great one. We're going to share to share some stories of Winterfest together and just have a great laugh on a night where otherwise we're all going to be pretty lonely. So if you've got Christmas Day spare now, then be sure to join me because we're going to spend it together as the Radio Sega family. Then coming up after that on the Boxing Day at 9pm, the Hidden Palace. Boxing Day at 10pm is Saturday Night Sega's special special Boxing Day episode with Gabby and Mina. And then December 27th at 7pm is Radio Redux with Kevin playing you. Wouldn't you know it? He's actually playing you some winter music. Could have done it this week, Kev. Rib, rib, rib. But that's Radio Sega's winter, Winterfest wrap-up. And then the weekend after, because we're not done, <laughs> Radio Sega's Crimbo Limbo. On December 31st at 8pm is the Fan Choice Remix Results Show. At 9pm it's the Fan Choice Song Results Show. The first one's with Rexy, the second one's with Ravseek. Then on New Year's Day at 7pm it's Pick and Mix Requester Royalty. If you remember King of Kings from last year, it's the same thing, but with a new coat of paint. So be sure to join me for the Requested Royalty Special. And then January 1st at 10pm is Radio Sega's Top 40 Countdown with KC. And I'm sure all our regular programming will continue to run in that time. And maybe we'll see some more special programming during the course of that time as well. Keep an eye on the website because it's all subject to change. Wouldn't you know it? That has truly been it for me this time, though, so I'm going to leave you all. Thanks for tuning in to Winterfest. It's been the best one ever. And, well, we've got a we got a job topping it next year. Unless something awful happens between now and then, we're definitely doing Winterfest 2021. I think, I think you can guarantee that. So that's a little teaser for next year. And remember that, well, our 15th anniversary is coming up, so we've got lots of special stuff in the pipeline. Including including those new airwaves. I think it's pretty obvious, but just what could that be about, eh? Have a good one, guys. Uh, get some sleep, and I'll speak to you later.